0: Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: Welcome to the NH... No, sorry. What has been my intro? Talking Hockey. Welcome to Talking Hockey. This is episode number three uh, on brand new audio equipment. Um, This episode, we're going to be talking about uh, the refereeing issue in the NHL, Paul Maurice's new contract, the value of prospects. The Zucker 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 trade, Jason Zucker. Is, I, I really know hockey. Him. So, uh, the trade bait list, and then some of the uh, trades that you all submitted into there's Eric. No, now no, that you no, know Eric's yeah. uh, real name, Eric Gopasing.
2: He lives a, at. Can you say my last name? Right. Is that You've known you've known me for a long. <laughs> Eric <Gopusing>. oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, let's move on. <laughs> was that correct? That no, was not correct for the record. C- can you say it correctly for no, the I record? No, I refuse to say it correctly for the record.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> we, all did a, we all did a face reveal in the past week, man. Oh, uh,
1: well, You and not. Eric revealed our face yeah. at the Leafs game. Because you well, were drunk and made got, a video. You guys sent me
2: videos and <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't pictures. drunk. Yeah, Take were. that back. No, I had three drinks. Ty, Ty took you out for a nice night out.
1: Oh, Ty treated me to a Leafs game and a couple drinks
3: harbor 60
1: and, and loose <laughs> If moves. you're
2: from Toronto you would know what harbor 60 is it's I like didn't know fancy...
1: what harbor 60 was until uh, Okay well, well Luke isn't fancy enough Yeah he's to know not he's 60. not a
3: high class of individual like I am
1: No I'm not Are like,
3: there any ladies listening to this <laughs>
1: Yeah, like Ty is single, <laughs> ready to mingle, and can take you to Harbor 60, so yeah. <laughs> shoot him a DM if you want. We'll, we'll leave it in the uh, I'll, I'll description. I'll tag him oh in our boy. story later. <laughs> Anyways, getting, <laughs> Anyways, getting to the point of this actual uh, podcast. Uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is refereeing. I think uh, Eric posted a, a nice tweet oh, yeah. from Dom was about... Dom? I think it was I'm Dom pull, about uh, the refereeing in the nhl and uh, i'm just gonna remind
2: eric to speak into the mic am i speaking into the microphone right now you are yeah so the tweet was generally speaking the nhl must be the only top sports league in the world that actively does its best to minimize minimize star power and show and any show of greatness (laughs) that separates players and teams from each other it the way stars Luke. get. <laughs> Am I worse than you at speaking English now? No, that's impossible. <laughs> oh, okay. The way stars get mauled is such a blatant example. Forced parody is a plague. So that was the uh, the hot take tweet from Jeff Villette. Vi- oh, it was Jeff? oh okay. Villette. 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 Oh, Villette. Okay, French? Yeah, oh, he is
3: French. I think. Okay, so. I- Can we stop talking about people's ethnicities? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. That's anyways. not how you should rank people. I can't.
2: Okay, anyways. So but, that was the uh yeah. that was the tweet and then it got actually like quite a bit of comments because obviously people have opinions on this. There are some really really awful ones that I'll find as we uh, talk about it, but and then there's some like really good ones. And I wrote like a long cap really long caption about like explaining like the nuances of the whole situation because I think a lot of the time people confuse two different issues. Like when we talk about like stars getting like constantly like how how they should be getting penalties called for them like we're not saying we should be giving star players like special treatment just saying you should be calling the infractions that are -hmm. against them right Mm -hmm. but then people change it up into oh you just want to make the league soft and you want to give star players special treatment and all this stuff no like like if they get slashed they should get the call just because they get slashed 15 times a game doesn't mean that it shouldn't get called every single time it happens
3: so that would be a deterrent it would stop people from slashing them exactly yeah. you know and I, I don't
2: get how people don't like recognize
3: that
1: so well, i think my only issue with the tweet was him saying that uh like they they use penalties to create parity between teams i don't really know if that's true
3: well i think it was more that if you look at the like i guess the correlation mm-hmm. if you if i'm on one team my team gets a, a, pen, a power play very likely your team's going to get the next call, yeah. right? Yeah. They Their makeup calls are legitimate. There could be, you know, the thing is in the NHL, like if, if you know, one team takes five penalties in a row, um, the other team's going to, they can do whatever they want because they're not going to get another penalty call against them or else there's referee bias or whatever is the, is the, same, is, is the way it is. So teams... Or like the Leafs, right? For example, I again, I I really do bring the Leafs up a lot, don't I? It's the only but team. you it's bring the only up, team. But okay. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. It's the only team
1: I know. So. Yeah.
3: Even then, you don't know. Um, <laughs> so you know they they don't draw a lot of penalties because they don't take a lot of penalties. They're mm-hmm. games. How many games did we see last year? Even this year, where there were literally zero penalty calls, no power plays for either team. There were definitely tons of infractions going on, mm-hmm. but the refs just didn't call them because they're not i guess maybe they're not blatant blatant enough but you know not i guess a lot of teams play perfect games versus the leafs and vice versa Mm -hmm. but yeah it's the the the, i think that the the conversation about parity is not so not so much about making you know the bad teams as good as the good teams it's more so that the number of penalties called in the game Mm -hmm. at the end of the day is always going to be even or yep. close to it. There's never going to be a game where one team gets seven power plays and the other team gets none.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to bring a chart into this because, you know, I love my chart. Is it
3: a Sploosh chart?
2: It's not a Sploosh chart. But it's one of those charts where it shows, like, how many penalties a team gets versus how many they draw. And it's basically just a straight line of if you, draw, you take a lot of penalties, you draw a lot of penalties. If you don't take a lot of penalties, you don't draw a lot of penalties. And in any reasonable league, that shouldn't be the case because there's teams like just in, inherent randomness would make that almost impossible. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it does happen shows that like refs are just game managing where they're just like, okay, this team just took a penalty, so I'm not going to call this penalty against them again. Or they're like, they're just going to, it's like choosing who, it's not choosing who wins a game, but it's like, game, it's game managing it out. Mm-hmm. Right? It's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't make any sense.
3: My other criticism, I guess, for NHL refereeing is that there are legitimately two different, um, Ways they call games—one in the regular season, one in the playoffs—that is real. 100 yeah, that's a whole real. Other thing too, right? And, and we're not even in the we, playoffs yet, where we can start complaining about it. But honestly, year over we can start year.
2: complaining about it now because yeah. I hate it. <laughs> It's—it it's,
3: is ridiculous that you know the, that. Oh, and now slashes are legal because we're not calling that in the playoffs. It's playoff hockey. You know, hook. And I mean, hooking is always called, but like slashing, really is, is one of the and, ones. And,
1: and some of the calls that get called, you're like, how is that a call? But whatever was before yeah, wasn't. Was, and
2: again, it's because it's game managing Because they're like, oh, that team already just took a penalty, so I don't want to call another penalty mm-hmm. for them. So they're like, and it. I don't even know if the referees think that inherently, but it could just. It, I think it's more of like a, just a bias. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think they're thinking about it like, oh no, this team just took a penalty, so I'm not going to call this penalty on them now. They're just thinking like, oh, I'm going to be. I, they're just like they're inherent mindset is i don't want to call another penalty on this team i want to let the game keep going and all that kind of stuff
1: but uh, one thing that like i would compare it to is if you have a bad kid in class you Mm -hmm. send them to detention more than you send a good kid you don't even out the the amount of detention that they get just to like make it fair yeah which is what it seems like it is so guys can go around running into people like st louis has a rough team Boston has a rough team. Mm-hmm. Like those guys are, are normally the chippy ones. If you look at uh, what was it Calgary versus um, Edmonton, in Vancouver was it? Oh, Calgary? that, like, that the, game, that like Vancouver Calgary game. Like yeah. those games is the the rotten kids don't get treated like yep. they're rotten, and so they they that works in their advantage. Why wouldn't you be chippy if you know that the the penalties are just going to even yeah. out?
2: So reference for like what you were just talking about, like that cow Cal- some people won't know what we're talking about. But like there was a the Calgary Vancouver game a couple nights ago and I was watching that game and I swear Pedersen should have drawn like eight minors probably that game. And I don't I don't did he even draw one? I think he might have drawn one. And it should have been eight. But like they just they just don't call them. And there's and it's blatant penalties where like it's not even like a 50-50. like, oh okay, maybe he could have called it, maybe he wouldn't where you could say the ref has some like discretion it was literally just a blatant hooking a blatant tripping a blatant slashing whatever it is and they they just don't call it so like not it's not even a leafs bias where like oh i don't like it that martyr doesn't draw enough penalties or whatever it's all the star players across the league mcdavid should draw like four holding penalties a game because every single time he's blowing past someone a defender just grabs him (laughs) it's a
3: reaction almost it is it's like an inherent
2: reaction and you need to like train that out of players you need to teach them like okay if you're gonna hold him. Like you're gonna go into the penalty box, and just because he draws one, a game doesn't mean that he can't draw four more because they do it over and over yeah, again yeah. to him, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Or they would call him like a and, diver, or something and players like are that.
2: smart too. Like the second they notice that like you're gonna call slashing every time they slash someone, you're, they're gonna call holding every time they hold someone. They're gonna adapt. Like these are the best hockey players in the world. Yeah, and well, like I they'll think- learn how to play. Mm. the way that the nhl
3: wants them to play i think like about two years ago right that's when the the nhl started cracking down a little bit more on slashing to the hands right yep and everyone's like oh because the the players would always like someone's skating by them they just hack at their hands no call ever or hack at their stick something like that put their stick in, you know just a little little stick check a little not a like a blatant two-handed slash but just a little chop to the hands and they never called it and then one year they said okay we're gonna crack down on this and all the players or all the fans are like, this is ridiculous. You're going to uh, all they're going to call these penalties, call these penalties. And it stopped. Mm-hmm. Right. There was a yep. there was a pre I think it was the preseason about two years ago. There were every call was called uh, slashing, yep. slashing, slashing. You're right then it just It still happens. And still it still happens.
2: happens. Like, you still get to see players. Like, there, I saw some of the comments on the post are so stupid. They're like, the NHL is getting so soft, you don't get to see slashes and stuff anymore. But it's like, it's, what it's league are you? Wa- well, yeah, first off, mm. it's illegal. And then second of all, what league are you watching where slashes don't happen? I see <laughs> there's a slashing called every single game. Yeah. And then there's 10 more that aren't called. Like, what, what world are you living in where there aren't slashing penalties yeah. being called? Yeah, it's like saying fighting softs because it gets
1: called. It's yeah. still an infraction.
2: Yeah. But it, <laughs> like, And it still happens. Like, it's so dumb like some of the comments on this yeah. thing. I don't even want to read them because they're not worth it. Oh yeah, I like some of the some, com- of some of the comments were like, "Oh, you should go watch soccer." It's like, what does that uh, that doesn't have anything to do no. with it. Yeah, it's it's not Like it's, players it's are a diving. Rule. <laughs> it's a rule of the game. You can't slash someone. You can't hold them. You can't whatever. You can't hit them in the head. Like it's a rule. That doesn't mean it turns into soccer all of a sudden. It doesn't yeah. have anything to do with diving. Like I don't I don't even I can't even like think of the way they connected those two things i don't know it so just if d- you're
3: soft you like soccer or yeah, go to yeah. i guess yeah.
2: like you want the rules to be called so you like soccer yeah where yes. the rules are called well even then or mm-hmm. uh, is it, is it <laughs> what <laughs>
3: i don't know you see some of the calls that they make though and it's just ridiculous right you were yeah. complaining the calls they don't make but what about the ones some of the ones that they do make like yesterday night leafs versus coyotes like did you see that hymen tripping call G- yeah tripping in quotes uh, with like a minute to go in the game. It was unbelievably yeah. bad. Like Matthews gets tripped and then the, I don't even know what happened. Like well, I w- just kinda of One falls. of the weirdest stats
2: in the league is that like Matthews has a negative penalties drawn like like he doesn't draw any penalties. Like he if you look at like Gar, which tracks like penalties drawn, penalties taken, everything like that, he doesn't, he has a negative value when it comes to getting penalties drawn, and he's the best goal scorer in the league. Like, that you're makes saying, no sense. You're saying yeah.
3: that people are just clean. He skates past, you know, yeah. They're, yeah, not, they're, they're just not very far. clean against
2: him. Opinion. It either
1: he should have been done. four on four after that mutual trip or like five on five. There is no way that should have gone no. a power play to Arizona.
3: Yeah, and the Leafs are lucky that they didn't <clears throat> blow that game last night. They didn't yeah. get. Anyways, burned for it move on to release. Okay,
1: I guess for yeah no before refing, mm-hmm. uh you know there's obviously the nBA where they have that last two minute report yeah or at least yeah. they used to um where they at least
2: acknowledged so the ref flaws do you think that nBA still does that yeah like they they have that whole like nFL like video room in i forget where it's where York. its somewhere it's in it's the probably New York no I don't I think it's like it's in the middle of oh no it's New jersey I think it's in New Jersey. but anyways Uh, Whatever, wherever it is. And they try, they have all these ref, these league referees in there and they make sure every single call is right for the last two minutes of the game. The thing is, like, is it when the last two minutes of the game the only time that penalties matter? Like, no, like a penalty at the last two minutes of the game is technically just as important as a penalty Mm -hmm. 10 minutes into the game. But, like, it's, it's, it could be an option. Like, I don't see why they wouldn't do that. The thing is, the NBA has the best data on, refereeing in like major sports Mm -hmm. like they have so much data on ref bias um and then they were able to like correct it too like there's all this research done on how many times white refs called on black players versus called on white players like they had all this research done and there was so much bias and there there there's so much bias and once they told the referees about the bias the bias stopped Mm -hmm. like so it was almost as easy as just telling them like hey like when you're calling games, like you're more bu- a white ref is more biased against black players, and black refs are more biased against white players. And then they just brought in like more minority refs and stuff like that, and the, it was
3: the referee wins improved. Yeah. So you're saying that we need a m- more diversified. Uh, well, no, referee? because the <laughs>
2: entire NHL is white, but <laughs> so I don't think that it's the <laughs> Poor race. Or Anthony Duclair. I don't, don't know. Right. Right. Wayne <laughs> Simmons. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not so, it might not be a race thing like yeah, but yeah, it, 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 there's some, some types of bi- there's there's so many biases that you could pro- if you did the proper research and did the proper like penalties tracking and everything like that like I know that there is research being done by like the analytics community on it but there isn't like isn't like a huge project being done mm-hmm. right now and I think that'd yeah. be really awesome
3: Well, did. no matter what man, even if they have even if you're saying that NBA has the best sort of refereeing or they're you know they're saying I don't hey, know if they have, the well, they, have they, have they have the best refereeing. They have the best statistics around it. Yeah, we're still gonna complain about it. Like yeah. like how well, many times do you guys complain? There's no such thing as a good a, a good yeah. official. Basically, <laughs> I think baseball's like the worst for it. Mm. Baseball. If you think hockey's bad, like watch some baseball games. Right. The, the thing is, yeah. every
2: league sucks. Just like how much the thing is like. In old days, where you didn't have twenty replays, every single time a, le- a referee made a mistake, it was easier to not blame the ref. But now that you can like break down like second by second, millisecond by millisecond, what happened? Like it's so much easier to criticize.
1: I miss the, the days referees. where players could beat up the
2: refs, man. Like those were <laughs> the good old
1: days. Now we got this soft sport where you can't even beat yeah, up the ref. I know,
2: right? Man. Like, you can't Great even go doubles. attack fans anymore, too. Like lame. What kind of league are we in soft right now? It's fans, such a soft you know, league. Glass These players—they're the- so weak yeah honestly the weakest the weakest the fact that we have
1: mesh at the (laughs) ends of the rink to protect fans they
2: they even have helmets these players they have helmets in the old days they didn't have 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 pads
3: okay Uh boomers (laughs)
1: anyways (laughs) Anyways, we should probably move on from refing. but uh to brief news paul marie signed a new contract today two years i think three years three years three years
3: for how, do you know how much? I thought it
2: was
1: two uh, years.
3: I think Cap Friendly actually has the the coaches stuff. I'm gonna double check on that for you. I'm like anyway, Paul Maurice extension is for three years from Elliot Friedman.
2: Oh. It doesn't say how much though.
3: Doesn't say how much. I don't they think usually, they, really they report d- it. They
2: don't report it that well unless it's a big market team. Yeah. Usually. Now you know, like well, Babcock it made what? Uh, 8, six, million? Uh, six million? eight million. Six uh, million.
3: Whatever. Okay. It was like six oh, okay million. I think six million. Yeah, uh, million anyways,
1: Eric, your uh, graphs and charts show that Paul Maurice and Winnipeg have not been a good team this year, except they've been saved by Connor. Hell, I
2: Chuck.
1: Hell, I Chuck. Yes. Hell, I Chuck. Chuck. Yes. We should make it a thing to just pronounce every player's name. You wrong. guys already
3: do, so you don't even need to try.
2: <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of true, <laughs> but it makes us look better if we um,
3: purpose do, these do it do it on purpose. It's good branding. Remember, yeah. Eric is brown.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I think I don't like the extension to be honest, because like this is not the year I think to be giving him an extension after like what's going on there. Like I get they have a really. Like shitty defensive situation right now because Bufflin was out. Then they had to trade Truba, and then they had to be bring in Neil Pionk. But Pionk, see, Pionk. I don't. Yeah, okay. See, I got it right. It's
3: not Bufflin. It's by <laughs> Yeah. There
2: yeah. You go. Okay. By um, they lost him, but yeah, like they, it's, they've just been a mess this year. Even offensively, they haven't even been good. Like they have a lot of elite finishers, so that helps them. But like they're, like even even when you watch them, you're just like, what they're. They look like they're just getting dominated every single game, and then their they're goalie makes an insane save, and then Patrick Liner, or Mark Scheifele, or whoever it is, just like snipes it from the outer slot or something like that, and they get a goal. But like mm-hmm. that's not the best way to rely on winning games.
3: Well, I think that... Um... I don't really care about coaches' extension. I don't think the teams care about it. But how many times do you see this? A coach gets extended or whatever, and then gets fired, then gets fired later. Yeah, in the next that's year. what I was waiting.
1: I'm like waiting two months. Palm going to Yeah, Palm
3: Like I think they did. A, a New Jersey did it with Hines last year. They gave him an extension. Everyone's like, all yeah, right, that's a great, that's great sure. idea. Whatever, he's a good coach. Blah blah blah. Fired this year.
1: Didn't you DeBoer know? get uh I extension? think,
3: yeah, I don't even know, man. All these coaches get extensions. It's so hard to
2: keep track of coach extensions because they always get extended and then they always get fired. They, they get they, fired. The average tenure of a coach is, what, like a year and a half or something like that in the NHL? No. Really? I think the longest tenured coach right now is John Cooper for like five years or something like that. Well deserved. Know? Well, no, well it's because it is. Just Six a, years.
3: They rotate every now and then. It's the same. Well, yeah, as it's the same sport. 35 coaches. We yeah, should exactly. talk about
1: Tampa's resurgence. Not this episode, but. Next episode. No. Yeah, I mean, I but is that like it's wild. the most
2: surprising thing in the world? Like huh? they just decided to be good again and they were good.
3: They remembered they were good basically is yeah. how I described it. Yeah.
1: I read something about John Cooper saying that, um
3: What did he say? Okay, so it was about I I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I love John um, so Luke brings said, up the article. He basically <laughs> said that uh about adversity, right? They hmm. like last year they had no adversity. Mm-hmm. Right? They were they they coasted their way to first place and then they hit the playoffs and then that's when they had their that's when they had their moments, right? Mm-hmm. This year, they from the beginning they had a slow start, and I think that really helped their team out.
1: He was talking. Oh, I remember it was yeah. Pierre LeBrun saying that uh, Cooper said that they relied too much on their, they focused too much on their scoring. Mm-hmm. So rather than winning a game three nothing, they would try to win six nothing, which ended up costing them. Yeah. Which seems kind of ridiculous. Like if, if you can win six nothing, win six nothing. Yeah, but. Um, it, was, it seemed like I, kind of a shot when Pierre Lebrun said that to other teams that are just focusing on scoring. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, wink. Yeah.
2: But I don't, I don't know. I don't like the Paul Maurice extension. I feel like they – like who's going to – the thing is like why do they need to extend him like right now? You know what I mean? Like you're having one of the worst seasons you've had in years. Like your team's kind of a mess right now, and nobody's trying to steal Paul Maurice away. From you, like, is there an NHL team that's like, oh, I need to get my hands on plants right now? There's
1: only thirty-two. There's only thirty-two well, there's coaches. Galant there's Galant out there.
2: Teams. There's part, plenty of NHL coaches that'll uh, I, that I, Seattle I, has uh, available.
3: The way I look at it is, well, I mean, I think that he's never been a very uh, defensive minded coach he's never had really and he's great, never
2: been an offensively minded coach yeah. either so i, I don't is, know what, what is he specialized no in? no it's just, it's just i think it's
3: just that it's the team he's around right they're kind of they they maybe they like him you know it's just, it could be that but and all the players say good things about paul Maurice. he did save their season that one year i think it was uh uh maybe it was the first year they made the playoffs i think they fired their coach mid-season or something i don't remember what happened but since he got there
2: how long has he even been in Winnipeg? Probably, like, probably four years. Yeah, now. I was going to say four years. Maybe three
3: and a half, four years. I think he came in mid-season. The fact that
2: he's one of the most, like, longest tenured coaches in the league right now. And he, he's a fine coach. Like I'm not saying he's a bad coach, and people are going to think that I'm saying that. I'm just saying there's no reason to extend him right now. You're, you're having one of the worst seasons you've had in years. Your team, like, your future is kind of in a mess right now. Like, you were sp- they were supposed to be cup contenders for years. And then somehow in one summer, like, Chuba gone, Bufflin gone, and then all of a sudden they're, like not uh, they're barely a playoff team right now i don't know if they're even i don't think they're in a playoff spot right now but
3: the way i see it sorry is is, is like if you don't have I, I think it actually helps the players out and the, and the team out um Because like if you think of it, security? yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. then all it's going to be talked about. Let's say the Jets start struggling. Mm-hmm. Well, then all they're going to say is Paul Maurice on the hot seat. Paul Maurice on the hot Man, seat. And let him, all him be on the attention. hot seat.
2: Then you know what? Well, it's the NHL. You get pressure every once in a who's while.
3: Who's to say that he's not on the hot seat still? Even though that the team, even though but he got an extension.
2: The thing is, you sign him to extension, then you're just wasting money if he doesn't get hired for six months.
3: The team doesn't care. I don't think the teams I care about that. I think
2: the teams should care, considering Winnipeg's always like. Up until like the last two years, they've been like, "Oh, we can't sign all these free agent players. We don't have the money for it. Nobody wants to really go play in Winnipeg. All that kind of crap." Like, I don't know. It's just, it just seems unnecessary. I don't like it. But it, it it's, I'm not saying it's an awful move. I'm just saying it, it's. Un,
3: I feel like it's unnecessary. He's he, if he if he doesn't uh, no if they don't make the playoffs this year and he gets a slow start next year, he's fired. Yeah, no and doubt about it. He has a
2: three year deal. No doubt Good about it, them.
3: man. But the players, it probably the players like the guy. The players always i think the players always say good things about him hmm. and i think the players i think they're a veteran team in which they say it's not all on the coach sort of thing like when you got blake thing, wheeler in there it's good PR stuff too. like that yeah exactly the thing is
2: the easiest thing in the in the nhl to get is a new coach right like we talk about that every time a coach gets fired like you're not going to make like when your team's struggling you're usually not going to make a big move with your players you're going to fire your coach because you can pick up another nhl coach and like ten minutes. This right? late in yeah. the season, though, even this late in the to season, how, uh, you can pick if... up an, an AHL coach, or you can try someone from college. You could try someone from wherever. It, it's talking from about Europe. You can bring up your yeah. AHL coach, like there's, or you can use an assistant coach. Like there's a million things you can do. Like coaches are the easiest, like other than like the elite elite coaches, who honestly, like coaching doesn't. I, in my opinion, coaching doesn't have that major an impact in the game overall. Like I think like the difference between a top coach and a mid coach isn't as big as the difference between a top player and a middle lane player. That
3: is a terrible take.
1: That I mean, Behind I your bench. Well as, I think that's the worst take Eric's no. ever had. Oh but we should God. get into the value. No, we no, should, no,
3: it's no, okay, no, wait, no, wait. no, So no. you
2: think there's a major difference between who you would call the best
3: coach in the league and the 15th best coach in the league? Absolutely. The mm, best coach in the league no. is, uh, you know, there's right up there is uh, uh, Sullivan. We keep uh, saying Sullivan. I agree. Sullivan. Sullivan's one of the best coaches um, in the league. But I don't Tortorella. think
2: the difference between Sullivan and... Gerard Gallant, who got fired, is as big of a difference between McDavid and a top six player. It's freaking, I don't know. Gerard, Gerard Gallant
3: was gonna get was was not was a top coach in the league, and he got fired. Yes, that was yes. a bad move. We we discussed this before.
2: And exactly, and you could pick him up for free. Like the, the, you never you never see a team just move on from McDavid just like that. Well, or well, any really good player.
1: Yeah, if you're saying you'd value a star player over a coach, then yes. Yeah, this but I
2: cool mean, point, I, but coaching like, has you, a huge you, impact. You lock down star players for long term because they're going to have a, a, an amazing impact and they're probably, like, other than, like, the super old free agents and everything like that. Like, you lock down a really good young player for years, they're going to perform under their contract. You lock down a coach, any coach for, like, four or five years, 90% of them are going to get fired before that contract's up because the difference between getting a, a top-tier Whoever you want to call the best coach in the NHL this year and the the best NHL coach two years down the line is going to be completely different because the best NHL coach is probably going to be fired because everyone that wins the uh, Jack Adams gets fired at some point.
3: Wrong. Not wrong. Who's been the best coach the past couple of years? Is it John Cooper? Tortorella's up there. Sullivan's up there. They're always good. The best coaches in the league. Tortorella
2: got fired too.
3: Yeah. look at what Tor- Tortorella and he's reinvented. been amazing in Columbus. He's
2: Tortorella
1: been, um, has, but just because himself. that the coach gets fired doesn't mean that they're the problem. I agree yeah. with
2: that. Sure, so he, but then but the but thing is, but, the thing is there's, but they're so easy to find because there's guys like Gerard Gallant who don't even deserve to be fired, and you can just pick them up just like that. You can pick up a Claude Julien who's a really good coach too. And you think, do you think the difference between a Claude Julien coach team or a Gerard Gallant coach team and a torrella coach team is that big of a difference like i don't think so
3: and if you especially if you make that change mid-season it's that's that's a big thing for me this close especially this close if you're a team like winnipeg who's trying to push for the playoffs and you say all right maurice we don't want you anymore and they bring in a new coach there's no way they're going to be able to to get their i guess their new systems down the new strategies down there's no way that's a possibility if you look
2: at the results and from what there's always a bump Right. There's like that new coach bump that people always talk about. And I think the research shows that anytime you bring in a new coach, generally speaking, at least for the first like seven to ten games, you usually improve as a team. After that, it's up in the air. I agree with you. But like like realistic I don't just I don't think there's that big of a difference between a Gerard Gallant and a Mike Sullivan. Even I and I'm a huge fan of Mike Sullivan and I think he's done an amazing job this year.
3: I'm not even and talking about no, Gerard Galanto. I'm talking about like I'm talking
2: even the worst Gerard, coaches in the league. Like okay, come on, I, uh, think about but that. Who, who David Quinn for? Okay, I would consider David Quinn one of the worst. Jeff is the, the
3: worst coach in the league.
2: Ah uh, man, he's just on a terrible Detroit team too. Like it's hard to, I don't know. Anyways, this is not what we want to talk Coaches Yeah, we should. We have to get two prospects. Whatever. Okay. Agree to disagree. Yeah. I don't think what your opinion is like that out of like line, Like I don't think it's crazy to think like there is a big difference between Mike Sullivan. I'm just saying I just don't th- I don't see it.
3: The best way I see it, I would describe it, is that your coach can easily hold your team back, and your coach I do can agree, also win you games. I think
2: David Quinn, for example, in New York, is doing a terrible job. Like, it's just a, a god-awful job. I do think there's a big difference between a Mike Sullivan and David Quinn. I don't think there's a big difference between a Mike Sullivan and Claude Julian or...
3: Gallant, or any of those guys. Why are you obsessed with Gallant? I I, I because he's fa- he's
2: the I, top coach that's been fired this year. Yeah, yeah. so he's a smart team would example. pick him up. A smart team and would pick him up. And has a smart team picked him up right? Maybe yet? there are no smart <laughs> teams out there. <laughs> maybe uh, also you take. also got to think about
3: it. Like maybe he doesn't want to coach. That's entirely that's entirely
2: possible. I agree. With so that. maybe maybe one of the teams maybe, maybe but we always see uh, every year there's a good coach that gets fired for no reason and then he d- a lot of the time they don't get picked up right away and sometimes they do.
1: Okay, but.
2: And we'll move on. Now. Yeah,
1: we'll move on now. Since we talked about valuing players and coaches, mm-hmm. let's talk about the value of prospects. Uh, I got a good answer for this. This is okay. a Ty and Eric right, tie, tie thing because you, uh, I don't know anything okay. about prospects.
3: So my my perspective on prospects, okay, is that they all prospects
2: are st- picks. Which this is prospects. Prospects, okay.
3: Basically, mm-hmm. and this opinion has been shared on Twitter before. They all suck until proven otherwise. You can have all the best <laughs> stats in the world in the AHL, OHL, whatever, mm-hmm. USHL, NCAA, <clears throat> until you can start doing shit in the NHL. Yep. Until you can prove it to me, you're expendable, man. But there are some. There are there are a handful of people who... There's a couple of guys that you know they're gonna. That be you know good. they're gonna be yeah, good. Like, I agree like with for that. example, like. Uh, McDavid like, wasn't failing. McDavid, no, no. Like, that's the most extreme yeah. example, but yeah. But if a team came to me and they said, "All right, you know, I'll give you my as a Leafs fan," and they said to me, "Okay." uh for for nick robertson i'll give you you know some top defensemen i'm doing it hands down yeah nick robertson is a great player in the a- ohl this year yeah he's been he's, amazing he's been he's gonna score like something like 60 goals i think he's on pace i think for. he was on
2: pace to break the record in the yeah. last 30 years but or except or, that
3: he or, had he left for the world juniors i think and he got injured maybe a little bit but i don't, I don't whatever regardless if if a team says that to me i'm absolutely doing it if i have a if i have a high-end nhl player being offered to me for nick Robertson, and he's not untouchable I
2: think it depends on their age but yeah i agree with you
3: yeah so i did like literally they and you know sell high on your prospects if you have a guy who's like you know in let's say in in junior you put up great numbers and then you bring him up to the next level of the ahl and he starts to you know he doesn't perform as well he starts to look starts to fade off some teams are like all right we're gonna hope he can rebuild his value you know mm-hmm. still be something and then he's usually Michael nothing.
2: Michael this is one yeah. of the really recent example. So, uh, uh, think I the think bro. there are
3: signs that maybe that these players aren't going to be good, and you sell on them. Absolutely, yeah. like Bracco should have been sold last year. I, yeah, I mean, after
2: I think, a seventy-point season in the AHL, hundred percent, you should have. You got have been and you now. Look yeah. at him; he's struggling and, with the
3: Marlies, and you know.
2: Yep, I agree. Well, like I, th- the whole reason I wanted to bring up this discussion is because it's like what we were going to talk about next, but we might as well like include this in. But like it was about the Zucker trade because a lot of people were like. There's two sides. There's one side where it was like, oh no, this is a okay, okay, solid deal, and then the other side was, oh, this was such a big steal for Minnesota. They like completely ripped off Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh gave up a f- late first round pick and Kalen the way Addison. Pittsburgh and Kalen Addison and the way Pittsburgh's going right now, like they're easily a top cup contender right now. Like they're on fire, and even though and they just added Jason Zucker, who's a sick winger, like a top line winger, and mm-hmm. they gave up a late first. And even if it's a deep draft, it's a late first. Like you look at all the last 20 to 30 over 31st overall draft picks over the last five years how many of them turned into stars and how long they took to get to the NHL it's like three or four year process from when they get drafted Pittsburgh literally doesn't
3: care about that first round exact-
2: I know that's what I, I like that was my whole point of the story it's like this, it's a possible for a trade to be good for both teams in different ways. And that's what people, like, I feel like failed to realize in that trade. It's like, Pittsburgh doesn't care about four years down the line. Why would they? Why, they don't care about that first-round pick. That first-round pick who's getting picked in 25th, 26th, 27th, wherever it is, he's not playing in the NHL for four years, right? He's going to spend another one or two years in junior. He's going to go to the AHL, and then he's going to spend a year or two in the AHL, and then he's going to come up to the NHL. And then he's going to be in the NHL in that first year. He's probably going to be a replacement-level player. He's going to be like a third-line guy, fourth-line mm-hmm. guy to forward, or he's going to be a bottom-pairing defenseman. And by that time, Crosby's, what, 36 or 37? seven? Thirty, yeah. And Malkin's 36 or 37. Letang's probably—I think they're all drafted in the same two Letang's or three done. years. <laughs> yeah, Letang's done because his injuries are, have killed him. And then, like that whole team's done. Dumoulin's out out there. Hornquist is out there. Yeah. Like that whole team, the whole core of that team's gone. Yeah. So why do they care? They care about four years down the line. And then Kalen Addison, same thing. Like that guy, he didn't have. He has. He isn't even having that great of a season in juniors right now.
3: I never liked him.
2: Never liked him, but yeah. So can uh, we go ch- check the group chat to see what Tyson? I never, I said, about I, nev- I, said <laughs> I, I, I never liked
3: him. Um,
2: he's okay. He's a good prospect. He's just like he, he's, he's a, puck. he's like the classic, yeah. like puck I, moving, I don't wanna use, right-handed uh, yeah, defenseman. Right? want yeah, puck yeah. Hand, puck good. handling, right-handed defenseman, yeah. and he's and he's good, and he's put up good, points in good, the yeah, in juniors, whatever, and he's good, and he's solid, but he's gonna need two years minimum. To make the NHL.
3: And how many teams have these sorts of guys, right? Uh, every team has a every good team puck, has, Every a team good has one of those guys. quote-unquote, exactly. you know, puck handling, right-handed. And, or he, even and he's handed not defensive. among the
2: elite. He's not like a Quinn Hughes. He wasn't a Kale McCarr. He wasn't a Miro Heiskanen. He isn't even like a Sandine. Like, he's not. In, he's more of a, like, a Liljegren, almost. Like a he, Liljegren. He, that's what I meant. There you go. See? <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's why i'm here to correct you all so oh, you don't okay. sound like fools um no but yeah
2: he he's like even lo- i would say he's arguably even lower than him in like value and, but looks maybe pretty that's good. my least bias whatever but even the scouts that i read like they all have him higher up than kaylin
3: addison at this and point so, in his their careers and their development path yeah. for sure yeah but i i absolutely agree with you like it's why would Pittsburgh care? Pittsburgh's done. As soon as Crosby and Malkin retire, who cares about this 25th overall pick? Or when they're, you know, probably they're, 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 they're probably probably not, not even gonna, be on the team.
2: No, they'll probably, well, Crosby still has six years left on his deal, I think. So he, they'll be on the team, but they won't be Crosby and Malkin. Like, well, I'm sure they'll still be great players because like generational players, they stay good forever. Like Thornton was good until basically, the, even he's still okay even this year and whatever. whatever. The point is, they don't care about four years on the line. They're not winning a cup in four or five years, and this 25th overall pick and this 25th overall pick isn't gonna help them. And Zucker is gonna and he is he's cost controlled, them. yeah. And he I think he has four years left and on he his deal, like 5. deal, five point yeah. five million or something like that. So a top line winger who's gonna outproduce his deal by a couple million bucks, like that's such a good deal. And then you have Gensel coming back too, so you can drop Zucker to the second line potentially. And play, play him with Malkin or drop him to the third. Like, it doesn't matter. You can put him anywhere in the lineup. He's good offensively. He's good defensively. He's okay
3: on the penalty kill. If you yeah. want him there, you probably don't want him there. And to, he's a good shooter. To answer your question, I guess, about prospects and picks, is that if you're a team looking to win now, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Retool when you can. Retool, you know. So then what what, what a smart team would do would be kind of the Chicago um, model right Chicago is always the so what they would have is right now Chicago no no, no, no. of course the... not of course not <laughs> but when, when Chicago had their the I guess almost Chicago their model. dynasty yeah. almost their dynasty right they would have they would have players like let's say uh you know they always had Kane and Taves were the top players and Keith and Seabrook whatever Crawford and Nett uh you have your top core players and then you have your your other guys like let's say Shaw let's say even Bufflin right when he was with the uh, Chicago a uh, whole bunch of those sorts of players and and then they would just they would trade those. They would become too expensive. They would trade those guys for draft picks or whatever. Mm. Fill their holes. Fill their holes with you know, some depth, good depth guys. You accumulate your depth, and then at the trade deadline or whatever, they can swing swing a deal. You get that player. You get another player back. I would argue it should player. be called
2: the Pittsburgh model because they've done even better than Chicago did. Rutherford's
3: done a great job of that. He turns, you know, you Rutherford
2: turn, like he makes some stupid trades sometimes, but then he like does something amazing and brings some guy in. And I think this is one of those things where it's like, wow, this is a really good move yeah. for them.
3: In your lineup today, you're you're replacing Galchenyuk with Zucker.
2: Yeah, you're literally adding... Huge upgrade. Yeah, that's it. Like, like, Galchenyuk's literally a net negative. Yeah, well, Galchenyuk... <laughs> like, Having yeah. him on your team is a net negative. And they, and they included him in the deal, too. So people also didn't take... Like, think about like when we had to trade uh, Marlowe, right? Mm-hmm. We had to trade a first-round pick to Carolina to take him. Giao China makes what two million dollars less than he does, and they and that is included in the deal. So they got to get rid of one of their worst contracts on their team, and then also replace acquire, him with yeah, a much better player,
3: with way
2: way better player. And they lost a first, which is what the Leafs gave up, which and pro, is the, yeah. and which is like the, the standard like cost of getting rid of any a bad player, contract. Any like Teravainen, yeah. they they had, uh, Chicago had to get rid of uh, was it Brian Bickle?
3: It was Bickle. I yeah, attached Teravainen. Yeah. him.
2: So, like, any team has to give a first-round quality guy or to a good, get rid of. Or a good prospect. Or a really good prospect, exactly. And Teravino was, look at what he is now, right? Even at the time, he was still putting up, like, 30. I think he had, like, a 30 or something, for maybe a 40-point season in Chicago.
3: His rookie year, yeah. I think
2: he had, his, in his rookie year, he did 30 points or something like that. So he was still a really good prospect even at that time when he was still good defensively. And, he, like, now he's one of the top defensive wingers in the league. Like, that's the cost of getting rid of those guys. And... Yeah, and I think, and then it's a good deal for Minnesota too. Like I don't know why it can't be good for both teams. Like Minnesota needs to rebuild; they should have rebuilt like three years ago, and now they are. And like getting rid of Zucker isn't exactly the ideal thing because you want to get rid of the older guys too. But like it's a start; it's going yeah. somewhere.
3: So I think that uh, that that Pittsburgh was for the past I think two years even. They've always been, they're interested in Jason Zucker. They're interested in Jason Zucker, <laughs> and they finally got the deal done. And now, then
2: everyone complains that they got the deal done yeah. the second they get it done.
3: No, yeah. but but you, you're, you like, Pittsburgh doesn't care. I wouldn't care if I were a fan. I got a huge upgrade from Galchenyuk today. Yep. You know, I want to actually bring up Galchenyuk. He's a bit of an interesting story. You know, he had, like, 30 goals as rookie or in a second no, or no, something no. like that. He,
2: yeah, in Montreal, he had a 30-goal yeah. year once. Yeah, and he was yeah. good. But, I had uh, him in fantasy. What happened? A great year.
3: What happened to him was um cocaine? No. He stopped <laughs> trying. Um there's some stories going around when he left Montreal when he was treated. Didn't he for go dome. to rehab? Wasn't That was, was one that rumor. Story? I don't think he actually did, but one yeah, of the I things that one yeah. of the problems is that he like he always would like call his dad and or his dad would call him, like even during like intermissions and like criticize him like nonstop. Really, yeah, my there's these stories coming out of Montreal about this. Well, as soon I've as never he was treated Yeah. It's pretty uh Anyways. he's and he stopped trying basically, but whatever, whatever yeah.
2: happened, in regardless, like getting rid of that contract, then adding a good player and only giving up a first and a solid, like, good prospect that maybe this guy in three or four years will be a top four defenseman. Maybe, maybe, and that's if you're lucky.
3: How many guys do we say this about exactly every single year? Yep. Every single and then these time,
2: and then they come into the NHL and they falter, and then it's like it takes them like five, six years to even become like a solid NHL player, like if that, or they stay a bottom pairing defenseman. Like there's eat. tons of those, like, I can't even think of them off the top of my head right now, but that's because I don't even remember their names because they just fall out of the league or they just end up bottom pairing defensemen that don't really do anything. And then I just wanted to talk about the value of the pick. So if you have a late, a late first rounder, it's basically the equivalent of a second round pick, like the val- the value wise, it just it yeah. drops off. Right. And that pick, has a one in five chance of becoming an NHLer player that plays a hundred games or more. So a one, they're giving up a one in five chance and an NHL player at that point.
3: It's it, I don't care. <laughs> exactly. Anyone I don't saying care. it's an overpay, I don't care. Yeah. But yes, if you're a team that's rebuilding, yeah, you go and you want to trade these yeah. players for at least a shot. <laughs> A player who's going to be coming up when your team's going to be good, Addison probably mm, yeah. fits that that bill. They're going to get. I
2: don't know if Minnesota. Well, whatever. Yeah, I I agree with your main point. You
3: yeah, know, any team you get a prospect back like Ottawa's going to probably should sell, sell Pajot because the, by the they time they probably good, get a first rounder, a one. first rounder, yeah. and we'll they add it to him. their collection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They already have, they're going to have two top five picks this year, which is ridiculous. Their own. Well, if they're lucky, because I think Jose's, San Jose
2: is just outside the
3: bottom five right now, aren't they? I don't. It doesn't matter. They're going to get. They're gonna get top,
2: two. They're gonna get two top ten picks, and in this draft, that's equivalent to many years getting two top five picks, because even the guys that are falling out of the top five in like mock drafts right now are like still insane guys yeah. to have, like, like Drysdale, for example. Anyways, okay, so n- we wanted to talk about next, but Luke's on his phone right now and not paying attention. I'm paying attention. You and you he's supposed heard to be—he's supposed while. to be keeping us on time, actually. I and guess. he actually didn't there because I think we allotted like five minutes to that segment, and that was like 15 minutes. What we, are we uh,
1: uh, allotted? Ten minutes <laughs> to prospects and Zucker, and we did 10 minutes. I don't so believe him. how about you okay. shut the fuck up? Okay,
2: Anyways, Onto what were you we gonna uh, go through uh, now? Do you want to go to trade H's? baits. Okay, the trade I, I do like this one, because this one this one's kind of fun, because we can go through every player, and then we can say, like, who they should go to, and then, like, kind of for what, and stuff like that. Okay, we well, only to. the top ones, because the yeah, trade yeah. We're, bait's we're like, only 30 gonna, people. Well, alone. yeah, we're only going to go through, like, the interesting guys, like, none of the, like... Connor McDavid. Like, we're not going to go through, like, I don't know, Connor Sherry. I don't care mm-hmm. who Connor Sherry goes to. He's not making an impact anywhere. But the first guy is Chris Kreider. Uh,
3: Chris Kreider. Chris uh, Kreider. I love Chris Kreider. Um, to all you Habs fans out there... He was tripped by Emmalin into Price. I will stand by that for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, he was get, tripped.
2: Let's get everyone angry at. Us yeah. in this mm-hmm. podcast.
1: He was tripped. Everyone angry at Ty. It's like his normal. Actually, life. you know
2: what? Yeah, I feel like getting angry at Ty. Yeah, it's his yeah. daily. Because they, because Calgary fans hated you. Oh no, no, Edmonton. No, I oh, Look at. Um, hey, you listen, to like
3: you, <laughs> listen, you, Edmonton fans. Who said Zach Cassian sucked? Who, who Zach Cassian's not playing on the fourth line, and his boy McDavid's gone. Let's see what he does. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> um, so, Edmonton yeah, fans Chris will never listen to this podcast. Chris no. Kreider, yeah. Edmonton fans, Chris Kreider with McDavid, two of the fastest players league. I agree. Whew. I'm 100.
4: Like
3: I'm 100 in on However, Kreider. However, they would Nathan probably McDavid. have to give up someone along the likes of uh, Cassian Ethan Bear. Uh, Cat, they're
2: no. not getting rid of Ethan Bear because he's in their top four yeah, right now. Ever. But they're getting rid of Caleb Jones probably, and they're probably getting rid of like a ah f- oh, man Yokomoro? Yeah. Yeah. No, they're not
1: Yeah, Yamamoto. Yeah, uh, Yamamoto. Oh. Yamamoto. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's a little racist, to, to be honest with you. <laughs> that,
1: yeah, i'm a <laughs> huge How racist. How do you pronounce Eric's
3: name? Eric. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Do this again. <laughs> uh, no. So no. no, um, no who, what are some assets that Edmonton might have that? Uh, I think that it'd have to revolve
2: around like a Caleb Jones, probably.
3: But what value does Caleb Jones have in this league? None. You want to? And,
2: and probably like a first round pick or
3: second. round pick. Want they they can definitely get a first-round pick for Chris Kreider. He's legit, and he's, he's a pending UFA. Yeah, but he, it's going to be a typical first-round pick and prospect and, or two prospects, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think someone maybe like, I don't know. I know.
2: think the other option was Colorado. Mm. I like I like McKinnon and Kreider on the line together. I don't, I just want to see that. Yeah. That would be something. Did you
1: drop Landis Gog down?
2: Oh, a, yeah, I guess, eh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Landeskog Cadre, Landeskog with Kadri, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I like that. Two um, like more tough, tougher players to play against. That can be like the more space. of the shutdown shutdown line. Like Landeskog's really great defensively. Or you put Kreider with Cadre because you add some speed to that line, and you keep Landeskog with mean, McKinnon because Landeskog is like the defensive player on the McKinnon line. So I feel like I like them together. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I don't. What What were you gonna give up from Edmonton for him?
3: I would give up if I were Edmonton. Um, I'm gonna
2: pull up their cap friendly because I feel like that helps Edmonton, like, see what they
3: Edmonton have. Edmonton needs to. A, offer. Edmonton would have to clear out salary first. I don't think they can fit him. I think they would have to send somebody who's on an expiring contract. No, out.
2: I think they could. I think they can fit him. Let me just pull it up here. But I really, I, I think Edmonton, and
3: Colorado are kind
2: of the two like destinations for Crider.
3: I always wanted him on the Leafs. Do,
2: do you think? Do you think the Aval- Avalanche would even like? Are they gonna go all in this? Year? Not all in, but like they have to. Do they have to though? that? Yeah, no,
3: they can. I think uh,
2: they have. How much cash do Oh, yeah. They only have 2.4 million at the deadline. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah, they'll need Crider's to move, cr- need to move they something. Need to move, they need to move something so at least. I-, I would say, like, Sam Gagne would probably be. Is he on an expiring contract? Yeah, he is. So, I think he's probably the easiest guy to move there. And he's. Or, like, Kyle Brodziak. Although he is only 1.1, 1. 1, so he's probably not. They need someone to make who's it like, work. Yeah. He's not Brandon Manning. He's making one point one seven five. Edmonton is a have... joke <laughs> of a team. <laughs> but I think they, I don't, I don't they're not giving up Broberg. They're not giving up Bouchard. So Broberg. I think it'd have to be. That's what I said.
3: You said Broberg. Uh, did I? Uh, well, ever. Like, well, if I'm smart, I would give up Broberg because he's not good at all.
2: Maybe Ryan McLeod.
3: Also not good. Um, I know,
2: but like the league will still value him. He's still like a high round was he a first rounder? No, that's uh,
3: Mikey McLeod. Ryan McLeod's his brother.
2: I know, but he was also
3: a first rounder. No, he
2: wasn't.
3: Wasn't he? Ryan McLeod was on a first rounder. Was he a second rounder? Uh, you can check.
2: Alright, anyways, continue. What were you saying?
3: Um, Tyler Benson might be a an interesting target for uh, if I were the Rangers. Uh, I think it was near a point for a game in the AHL. Yeah, he is. Um, and I think they just called him up right now, like a couple of days ago for the first time. Um, I always liked him because uh, one time in, I was playing NHL. At Second a, round draft pick, yeah. Ryan McLeod. I was playing NHL 16, I think, uh, as the Leafs. I drafted Tyler Benson in the first round. And oh, he became a, so he must. He's going to be a star. Overall. He's, He's definitely going to
2: be a star then, guaranteed.
3: If they If they turn out
2: EA NHL Sports. 16, just knows how to rank their players. Exactly.
3: Yeah. Uh, Tyler Benson. I and think
2: Tyler Benson would be an interesting one. I think their first could be an option.
3: Their first has to be an option. Yeah. But and I don't then, know. Then they got to send, send out some Caleb, salary. I think Caleb
2: Jones. I like Caleb Jones a bit, but I don't think he's gonna be. I don't think he's gonna be a top four defenseman. Yeah. So but Bear, Bear, they're not giving up because he's he's I'm arguably ask that. he's arguably been their best defenseman this year
3: so I and he's I'm talking their best defenseman is Chris Russell
2: oh yeah that that is my bad actually I should I should have known that guy blocks a lot of shots so he must be the best then if you block a lot of shots it means you're the best defensive player on the team absolutely I agree did you know that
3: who? Luke, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Has anybody hey, heard? This is a welcome to Ty <laughs> and Luke, Eric's podcast. This is a talking hockey, you, hockey podcast. of Ty
1: and Eric, I don't know anything about pro, uh, prospects, so I just didn't That's chime true. in. I don't want okay. anyone. Can we? I don't want talking hockey fans to chirp me. <laughs> I'm a sensitive flower,
2: That's and I'm true. trying to bloom. Luke is a sensitive flower. Okay, go on to, that next okay, let's Edmonton. Go to the
3: next one. Martinez. Alec Martinez, what the hell you did? How is he on the trade bait board? Second need, on the trade bait that's board. That's ridiculous. Bro, we need I, think, I think I think that trade bait board. Shut up, Luke. Didn't We're
1: he talking. score the Stanley Cup game winning goal? Yeah. Okay. Goes, goes, so we need go him. Let's go back in time. <laughs>
2: shut the fuck up. Is, but is he going to score a game seven goal against the Boston Bruins? Yes. Is he? Which I, way I does know.
3: Alec Martinez shoot, Luke? Left.
2: Oh damn! I remember the oh, shot. Shit.
3: I wasn't <laughs> expecting that.
1: Yo, I remember the shot. He came in from the left point, slaps it. Yo, LA. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did.
3: No, it was Kyle Cl- or Jeff Carter skating down the left, down the right wing. Shoots the shot. fist lets out a terrible oh, rebound. rebound. Alec Martinez is crashing the net and he just backhands it.
1: Dude, in. LA was my team back then. I was so happy when they won.
3: Yeah, Jonathan Quick. Yeah, and uh, Jonathan a a, Q- a man, slow man. shot from the point. Jonathan Quick <clears throat> goes into the splits and then <laughs> all saves it. Every <laughs> single time <laughs> without fail.
1: That's why I love him. And because he all, does all that, flash. everyone thinks he's sick. Yeah. All- <laughs> Dude, he
2: was flash and he was sick in his prime, okay? Uh, whatever. Anyways, Martinez. The, but the thing is with Martinez, the league values him, even though he he, he hasn't been like good in a couple of years now. Like the league still values him because he's a cup winner. He's old. He's a defenseman. They love that
3: shit. Like that. That's sure, like that's sure money in the bank. And well, who
2: needs a defenseman? Like, thank God, I don't think Dubis is gonna go after him.
3: Absolutely not. Did you hear in the press conference where they got Clifford and Campbell? Some I think some reporters like, did you also want to include Martinez in the deal? He's like, no. <laughs> did he say yeah. that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so at least he knows what he's doing. Uh, if I, I, if I, 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 I think, think Florida,
3: Florida might do it because they need a defenseman. No, they don't. Florida, they Florida dressed eight defensemen yesterday. They man. need
2: okay. They need good defensemen, and I know Martinez isn't a good defenseman, but people think he's a good defenseman. Ty oh, is playing
1: footy with me right now.
2: That's really cute, guys. <laughs>
1: Sorry, um, Martinez is he <laughs> so. is for everyone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> that's a good point. It is for everyone. Uh, who are we talking
4: <laughs> what about? Who are we talking about? Oh, yeah. No, uh,
2: Florida Florida needs good defensemen, and they're going to think Martinez is a good defenseman.
3: Florida dressed eight defensemen yesterday. Don't <laughs> give me no bullshit they needed a defenseman. But, they dressed eight of them. Yeah, but the, none, and of, they, none of them
2: are good. They <laughs> Except scored. for Ekblad. Their fourth
3: line of Noel Achari, Mike Matheson, and Mark Pissick all scored a goal last night. Okay. That was the most ridiculous. I
2: think that was the most Mark ridiculous. Mark Piscic scored a
3: hat trick as a forward against the Toronto Maple Leafs.
2: You know what also happened? Um, Milan Lute, You saw our post from today. Has the highest goals above <laughs> replacement on the Flames. Yeah, well, that, that's the first thing that's really, really funny. But then there's also I think our post from earlier today. Who who all scored in the same game? Yeah, it was uh, Lucic, Ryder, Zach, Reader, reader Zach, Ronaldo. All scored, and Mark Jankowski all scored in the same game for the How does that happen? And the, okay, so this, the, this post was a person is three times more likely to be injured by a toilet because it's 10,000 to one than all those guys who score in the same game. You should have just bet
3: $1 on that. You would have been a very rich man.
2: You would have made $31,000 if you bet on that. Whew. So that would have been a nice. Uh, Nice, yeah. nice little
3: bet for you to make. Okay, but where, where Martinez is going to okay, a team that values defensemen. Who needs a defenseman, though? Uh, who's like, who's can, not very can, good? Okay,
2: I'm looking at the people that are like in the playoffs or close to it. Arizona doesn't need him. Vegas, I don't think really. Vegas might need him, might might not need him, might want him, but they already have a bunch of like guys that are kind of bottom pairing guys. Calgary is. Calgary, he has old school is Calgary all right gonna now. add at the deadline? Calgary
3: will do it. Calgary has. If if any team does it, Calgary, Calgary has, has old a, school all all over. I know, them. but
2: Calgary has a lot of defensemen already, and I know like Hamnick hasn't been good this year. Brody's been okay. Giordano hasn't been as good as last year. Rasmus Anderson's been good defensively, I guess.
3: He's not but, worth much. so The team probably is gonna get him for cheap.
2: I think no, but he's the guy that teams will overpay for. Two cup, two cups, all that kind of crap. Like teams love. If you that. give up any assets for him, I just I just don't know where he fits. Like, Columbus is fine defensively. Don't Islanders think, don't need to add defensively. I don't think he fits Colorado, anywhere. maybe. Like, I don't know. But they have a ton of good defensemen. St. Louis is okay. Pittsburgh's okay. The Washington's okay. And Tampa yeah, and Boston. I don't, I don't see him going
3: anywhere. So no, I, he's definitely
2: going to somewhere. I just don't but know. I don't, I, just know. Know. I, just don't someone, I don't know where If anyone gives up something for him, it's,
3: it's no And okay. I think
2: someone will give up, like, um, probably a second rounder and, like, a middling prospect for him or something like that. Okay, Paja. Pajo's number board? three on
3: the trade bait board. Pajo, I think, might stay with Ottawa.
2: Do you think they resign him?
3: Mm-hmm. But they might, if they're smart, they trade him when <clears> he comes <throat> back. But another a team that's always again always been obsessed with Pajo um, was Edmonton. I think Edmonton's tried to acquire him, but they don't want to give up just their needs first. Forwards, eh? <laughs> I like forward, like they forward. got to send salary the other way. Maybe Eugene doesn't want to take salary, but. Um, Pittsburgh might be another good fit. I don't think Pittsburgh really but, uh, they they just got they, Zucker now. Yeah, they said adding they were Islanders? No.
2: I think Colorado again Colorado. Like Colorado, I think they could use a nice good like third line center there. Like I don't know. I love Pajot. Pajot's been has like the thing with Pajot is someone's gonna overpay for him because he's having a career year. And will he will he still be having a career year in a new t- in a new team, new situation, new Like playing style and all new teammates and all of that, like that's my thing. Where I'm like, I'm a little skeptical on it. Like, is he really going to be? What's he on pace for this year? Thirty something goals? Thirty goals? I don't know. Whatever, whatever he's he's on pace for. Good year. I know, but Ottawa needs him too for a good payday. I think Philly would be interesting. They're outside the playoffs right now,
3: but all these sorts of guys, I actually don't think I don't think that they're like is going to get traded. I think he stays with Ottawa, and And I think Dallas
2: needs forwards too. I think Dallas is like a place where a lot of forwards will be linked towards the deadline because they're in a playoff spot right now. Okay, who's next I on your list? Guys. Who is it's hard? Next? To, it's really hard to predict. I know it's hard to predict. I'm just like talking to like think people where it'd be interesting for players to go
3: like Vatninn. Yeah, Sammy Vatninn is not. Is I mean.
2: He's gonna oh, get moved because he's a he's a UFA and I but the can thing is I
3: don't know what his value is. Yeah, can we get to some interesting players here? Like, like why don't interesting we? Okay, this someone who I think Kovalchuk is not also like not going anywhere. I think Kovalchuk staying with Montreal. Um, just because of how good he is, and I don't think any team's going to want to give up. Toffoli, Toffoli's kind of Tyler Toffoli might be going uh, to a team that needs a good winger. I think Vancouver might be a good fit. Play with Bo Horvath.
2: I was going to say Vancouver can yeah. be a good option for him. They can get because if, if they're they're in the playoffs right now and they're in a weak division mm-hmm. too. Or so Boston, like, I could see Vancouver making it out of their division, which is kind of sad. Yeah.
3: But, but Boston yeah, might be another like good him. fit for him. Um, just get him they, right they get Krishy. they get they get wingers every single play. Kreider cry, would be interesting. Kreider. In I think cry, yeah, go and back to Kreider.
2: I'm horrified at the pro- the idea of Kreider being on Boston Yeah, cry, <laughs> Luce versus Boston that. round three boys. I would, cry. I would I think I would cry if that because yeah, they got yeah. they got what
3: uh, Johansson last year. Coyle. They they always get these wingers at the deadline. Just pick yep. them up for and pretty can cheap. Get them
2: for, for, and they just they brought him Coil last year too, yeah, yeah. and he's yeah. still on their team, and he's okay.
3: I yeah, guess. To Foley, I think To Foley would be a good fit on Boston or Vancouver. Yeah, I
2: think him with Christy would be really interesting.
1: We should probably go to the
3: audience. Okay, drinks. two more, two more interesting okay, well, guys. want like, to yeah, yeah. yeah two more go, interesting guys. Go, uh, one okay, is PK Subin. Okay. Is PK is P-
2: Subban going anywhere? I don't think PK Subban is going anywhere. Man. I think about a, team- he's got two years more on his deal. Yeah.
3: But I think if New Jersey retains at least half of it, sorry, they can only retain half of it, sorry, but at least like yeah. maybe a third of it that he can get moved. I don't pretty see cheap. But do you think that PK Subban is still good at this point in his career, is my question? <sighs> That's such a hard question, man. He's been,
2: these- he, He's one of the most unlucky, like I've said this a million times, but he's been one of the most unlucky players in the league. But at the same time, he's been bad. Even for being unlucky. Uh,
3: I, I like would, his I YouTube would, channel. I wouldn't say that PK <laughs> Subban is unlucky off of the ice with Lindsey Vaughn, is all I'm saying.
1: I would, dude, his his vlog, you know, if you haven't seen his vlog, go watch it. He is a star in New Jersey and New York and I love him yeah. as a human. The thing is, like, he's going to he be on my be podcast. Interesting. He's going to be on this podcast. I'm predicting Subin? it right now. Yeah, that talking hockey.
2: Sick. Hey, PK. Hey, PK, we got you, brother. Yeah, if someone if someone knows a uh, Subban and can hook us up, I'll get there. Know. I'll get there. Don't worry. Okay. Luke's gonna get us there. That's um, the only thing. I'm Luke the producer is good of this,
3: Yeah, I'm the producer <laughs> of this podcast. I'll get his people. That's, That's why he's here.
2: Okay. Um, <coughs> I think one that guy that isn't even on the trade bait list to my talking to the mic. Some guy that isn't on the trade bait list to my knowledge is uh, Palmieri, and I think he has a high potential being moved. I don't too because he has one more me. year on his deal. He's making like five million or something like that. Four million dollars. And New Jersey isn't going to be competitive this year or next year. He's like one of those, like similar to Jason Zucker, who could get like a haul at the deadline. And I think that's I think that's a super interesting because Palmieri is very similar to Zucker. Like he's good offensively, he's good defensively. He's one of the better shots in the league. I'm pretty sure like whatever whatever you want to judge using shooting talent, he's in like something like the ninety fifth percentile in shooting talent. Like he's a really good shooter. And I think he'd be sick. And I, I, I was even speculating before that he'd be good on Pittsburgh. I thought Pittsburgh should have added him, but is yeah. Good too. Uh,
3: uh, Paul Mary's I, I like Paul Murray, especially on the power play. He's been. He's always been. Oh a yeah, good value. he's awesome there The too. other player that I thought is the Leafs I would want to get is Jeff Petrie. Um, yeah, don't know Montreal isn't trading him, but, him, in
2: division. But they not do that.
3: If they if they can get a similar deal for what they got for Muzzin, like a second and whatever. Well, or they fir- gave up gr- the first, first
2: Grunstrom, already. and Sean Duzzi. Yeah,
3: so I think he would get a comparable deal, but uh, he's good. I always like Jeff Petrie, so that would be mm-hmm. my. If I were the Leafs, that would be my target is Jeff Petrie.
2: Yeah, but who like who are they giving up if they're?
3: Yeah, that's back to our prospects thing, you know, if someone, I mean, the only person that that, that has value is the only prospect, Nick
2: Robertson. It. Yeah, Bracco still has Bracco some value. Bracco might. They,
3: they've got to. They got to. They would have to make a deal for. I guess more um, NHL players, like Kapanen, for example, would have to go. The yeah, other but probably. Montreal. I don't think Montreal okay. wants him. Okay. So
2: now we're Luke is supposed to be doing this part, but I'm going to do it because he's a piece of shit. Uh, Luke, are you still here, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we're going to go through your mock trades that you sent us, and we're either going to approve of them or we're going to shit on them, basically. You as the I don't uh, have you a, as the mock trades. How am I supposed to do this part? How are you? Yeah, yeah. how much? You're I'm supposed to... to introduce it and then I read it out. That's how it should have worked. Oh
1: my bad. Yeah. Hey guys, we're gonna start doing the mock trades from <laughs> that our audience uh, prompted. Okay. So We're only going to choose they? the worst ones because you guys are fucking stupid sometimes. And you put in some <laughs> stupid-ass hey, ideas.
3: Give us some good ratings on uh <laughs> And now that, yeah. that we said
1: that, give us a good reading, please rating like, on please Apple. Please like and subscribe <laughs> on Apple, Spotify. You can find us anywhere that podcasts are available.
3: Yeah,
2: because if you if you do that, it helps us out and helps us get noticed quicker. Yeah, and Eric's
1: giving out a $20 Amazon gift card to randomly to people that um, uh, no, uh, put
3: reviews. Yes, he is. he's going to. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now you have uh, to. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, now we're gonna go to the trades before I spend more money. Apparently, uh okay. So one of them is Palmieri to the Bruins for a twenty twenty first and a twenty twenty one second. That's not enough for Palmieri. If Zucker got uh Kalen Addison and a first round pick, Palmieri is probably getting a little, something a little bit closer to that. Well, but gotta give that's up a a, first and, and probably a probably defense. a good prospect, I would say. Or may, but he has last year's on his deal, so maybe he gets a little bit less than that. But he still has this year and next year, so he's still a really valuable player. And I think he's arguably better than Zucker.
3: Well, if you're New Jersey, or at least as similar. Well, the way I look at New Jersey though is that they probably could compete next year. Like Hughes is hopefully going to be a lot better than he has been this year. His Issues. They're going to have their. Hopefully, they can sort out their. They basically they need better goaltending. Blackwood is not. I don't okay. I don't think New Jersey's competitive next year man. well
2: the, the they just got rid be... of Hall who is a huge part of the well, yeah but it's... they got a bunch of crappy futures like that we didn't get to talk about that trade because it wasn't when we were doing the podcast but like that was an awful trade and they I got nothing
3: I don't think that uh New Jersey would be interested in that trade but uh anyway, unless, yeah. you know any, it's, any it's close be to a right value
2: but this one was this one I didn't like at all this one was uh Pajot to Edmonton. For a first-rounder and Caleb Jones? Well, I
3: think, no. I think, well, that would, that would be stupid to it. Um, Ottawa would be stupid to accept that, but I could what see I What do you I mean Ottawa would that.
2: be stupid to accept that? That's such a good deal for Pajot, dude. Pajot, a first-round pick and Caleb Jones? I, you are obsessed with this Caleb Jones. <laughs> I'm not even obsessed with him. You know what, that's probably... At best, at best, he turns into a number-four defenseman, and that's still pretty valuable, and at worst, he's like a six yeah, okay but five. that unfortunately that trade and a first and pick.
3: they're gonna need to send salary the other way to ottawa and that's the only reason why yes. i don't see that making sense ottawa's trading pageau to a team that has cap space so they don't need to take money back or they're taking or money they're back. taking money back, that's a cap hit but they're you know it's yeah. bonus so they're paying league minimum for it or something along those i lines. think
2: i think they're spending a, a low enough amount of their of their actual cash right now that they could risk taking on a couple a million bucks for a couple months or a couple million bucks for a couple months in order to get a higher value like haul. Because they they need assets, man. Like Ottawa just needs assets, like and Caleb Jones and a first, like that's hu- that's way too much for Pajot. Yeah, like I'd cool. be hesitant just to give up a first p- for Pajot. Like I like Pajot, but a first round pick. He's gonna get it.
3: He's he probably it. will, but I don't think he's worth it. Any but well also Edmonton's if hoping. Jason they...
2: Zucker just got a first and Kalen Addison.
0: And, and like you're gonna Galchenyuk. give up
2: you're gonna and you're gonna and getting rid of Gal you think Pajot deserves a first yeah. round pick for half a season of him compared to four years of Zucker? No, not worth it. Like that if if that's the case, then Jim Rutherford pulled off like the biggest steal of like the year.
3: Yeah. Well maybe you're right. But Edmonton's first might have a lot of value to it. It uh, might be lower. But who knows? Probably especially be with McDavid Ed- being out for what three, four weeks now that's true
2: but this guy also put in brackets 2021 20, if they miss the playoffs so it's protected kind of okay
3: well me, me you know what? i i think that would be a fair you know what? that's a fair deal ottawa should take that you've convinced someone
2: me. sent uh Lefrenier for two second round picks i don't know how that works uh, <laughs> are you talking about like a
3: qmjhl trade deadline deal so we're talking about the nhl here buddy
2: okay so this one there's a lot of Leafs ones, so I apologize to all of our listeners here, but these Leafs ones also include other teams, so it's arguably not a Leafs one. It's not, it's not <laughs> a Leafs looked, It's a I trade like to the Leafs, right? So this one is a Kapanen, Bracco, and a 2022. What? And that has no value. First round pick... <laughs> For Josh Manson from Anaheim.
3: Uh, Manson is overrated. Nobody is
2: acquiring a pick for like three years down the line.
3: Yeah, Manson is very overrated. Manson is not as he, good as, as 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 people like. There's a There's a high. He's, he's got him.
2: he's got the asshole like grinder factor. Like, well, he yeah, just, he, de- de- he has a defensive defenseman. Yeah.
3: He's not going to put up a lot of points, but he's good. Def-
2: he's actually a defensive defenseman that's good defensively, but like he's a black hole almost offensively. I
3: would too. give those uh, assets for uh, someone by the name of Jonas Brodin um but is i like wouldn't
2: Jonas Brodin. whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jonas Brodeen Jonas white Jonas
3: no, white white boy anyways uh, so i would i would make a trade like that for not manson i've actually never really been a fan of him but i i, I there's a hard-on for him right now these days
2: okay this is this is from a Calgary fan and it's again to Toronto but TJ Brody and Mark Jankowski to Toronto for Kapanen no no
3: jankowski isn't good uh that was actually literally the trade well, that TJ was kadri brody's, gonna come tj
2: brody's with. the core piece of that deal nobody cares about mark jankowski i don't well, really I know do. why that's included but
3: that was actually the, that literally was the kadri trade that was the, the Knicks yeah, kadri trade though it was it's Someone gonna be
2: That's what our podcast is called also it's uh
3: talking hockey just let
2: them
1: know the, yeah. Yeah, at the end of
2: the episode
3: <laughs> um yeah so brody I, I Brody, I don't think is. Also, ever, again, I point,
1: I also okay, can we first sure. ask what's the point of asking the name of the podcast to the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Hey buddy, yeah, like, what? Yeah,
2: <laughs> especially when it was mentioned the story, like on the story. Yeah, he like, probably yeah, wants I mean, to like, know.
3: He probably didn't know about our podcast, so he wanted but to like, know. I
2: posted the actual podcast episode on the <laughs> <laughs> he
3: whatever. Hey, you literally interrupted me. TJ Brody, I don't <laughs> like him either. Like I like
2: TJ Brody. TJ Brody good. He's a top four. He's got a nice name. Isn't he right-handed too?
3: No, he's not. He's left-handed, but he plays the right side with Mark and Giordano. Uh, yes, Stupid. Right. Stupid. 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 So dumb.
2: I oh, know, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Because we keep interrupting Ty.
3: Stupid. Mm-hmm. I ain't even going to let you get the chance.
2: Anyway, are you, are I think, you done? I
3: think
2: he's done. Yeah. You, okay, I was <laughs> waiting. I got thinking think he had a point to make. and I'm <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, Tom, Tom, Tom says happening. a lot of
3: things with no point. Yeah. <laughs> every word <laughs> very, that comes in my mouth really doesn't have a point that's a uh kapanen point. has uh more value well maybe he doesn't have more value than that but he can get you a better return than that yeah we use him for a, a more valuable <clears throat> uh, trade is it more okay. val- for more so valuable this one trade. is
2: a boston second round pick and a top nine prospect so like one of their like lower end prospects i don't know you pick them out of a hat it doesn't really matter and then the return is a jumbo
3: jumbo joe jumbo joe i have no there's no way he's going back to boston i think at this point of his yeah. career that he can choose where he wants to go and I don't he think is he's not going, going back to boston. to boston i don't think he's
2: going back to boston either so i know, like I, the i like that trade in theory like you know, that those assets for him yeah and i think
3: that he like has the respect for the san jose organization that they wouldn't send him back there yeah i agree too. did
1: he not like boston
3: He was like kicked out of boston
1: was he yeah mm-hmm. oh I remember he was traded. Sh- I didn't. The whole shit show up. situation.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Oh my God. There's so many Leafs ones, man. I'm gonna get so much hate. I'm gonna get DMs. Mm.
1: Eric, take the hate. Mike at least Hoffman. At least you'll know it's
2: because for you're a Ghost. Ghost. This. Ghost. This bear. bear. I forgot about him.
3: Ghost. Is bear. Ghost. Is bear. bear. Like, kind of sucks.
2: <laughs> yeah, he kind of sucks. And Hoffman's a sick winger. So no.
3: That would be a very <laughs> and it wouldn't make sense for either team.
2: It yeah, it doesn't make sense for Florida because why do they need him? They don't need another defenseman that's only good offensively on the power play they have i want to go back that.
3: to this that they had a uh, fucking eight defenseman dressed last <laughs> night stop and, trying to trade the more defense and
2: they have costas Bear, who is basically yandel except not as good as yandel he's not good at even strength and he's sick on the power play that's basically just what yandel is so and and
3: that wouldn't think, make sense. Does
2: Philly even need a winger? Like they, yeah, they do. I think yeah, they kind of do need a winger. Well,
3: Hoffman improves any team's forward corps. So.
2: Okay, Blues. So someone wants the Blues to get Kreider for first and one of their prospects. Lower end prospects. Be more specific. I don't, even, I don't even know who um, this guy is. If I were... So if I don't know who he is, he's probably not that great yeah. of a prospect. If I'd I say. were
3: the Blues, if I were, sorry, if I were the Rangers and, and the Blues uh, called me up... I would ask for their first and Vince Dunn for Chris Kreider.
2: No chance. <laughs> no, shut I love, up, I love Chris Kreider.
3: He'll take out the other team's goalie, and that's the most value that he has. That's oh the, he's fast. He can and score he, goals, and he'll, and take he'll, out their starting he'll kill goalie. the other team's goalie. Yo,
1: can you imagine if Kapanen went to the net like Kreider did?
3: Instead, Kapanen just skates down the wing and turns back. Yeah. And button hook. Button hook.
2: But hey, the, you saw that breakaway the other night? That was. Yeah. Why doesn't he do oh, that more often? Yeah. <laughs> if that was. Okay, uh, <laughs> this one's really bad. Kreider for Corralia in a twenty twenty second. Don't, don't make your
3: okay, ID blog. Okay, get changes. out of here, man. Yeah,
2: no, that's that's bad. I, know, I Okay, this
1: one. You know the joke Ty was about to make, right?
2: What? I I, I was reading the uh, the things. Instagram blonde. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> let's <laughs> not. What's No. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay,
1: you're the one, one who one? roasted them on Twitter.
3: I did. That
2: was a good roast i'm gonna read this next one before you, one of you say something stupid i get duclair okay, cool. Sens get a first a third and josh hosang uh, why trade one guy that you finally rejuvenated yeah. just for another guy that you'd have to rejuvenate. Duclair like that?
3: Duclair loves uh, ottawa
2: yeah and if and he succeeded there like i think resign him mm-hmm. like they're honestly. going to no he, he yeah. succeeded there I um, think like you gotta reward w- a guy at one point. And you need to spend money at some point. Like I'd love to, f- I love in theory to flip Duclair for like prospect I have or, a question kick right or something. On. But what?
1: Who is Otto's coach? I can't think of it. DJ Alpha Smith, Tom. you DJ. dumbass. Oh,
2: right. <laughs> you know you know. Oh, he, yeah, this is why Ty or not Ty. I don't even know his name. Luke. <laughs> 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 <know anything>. It <laughs> took me a while. Okay, oh, I oh, forgot. Oh my god. Luke's just slow. Um, so I would.
3: Yeah. So you know, I, no, t- you
2: signed Duclair at this point. There's like, another. Well there's another
3: this. player out there, um, who I think the Islanders are going to get, who has Islanders oh. written all over him, and his name is Wayne Simmons. That is, Lou, that, that is
2: that is, is a, a Lou. That is a signing
3: right there. Pl- a that Lou is trade.
2: That's That's, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Trade. A Lou trade. That is Absolutely. a Lou trade. That Wayne Simmons is a Lou trade and. That's going to be an awful trade because he's going to give up too much for him. And Wayne Simmons sucks. hasn't done anything this year. He's awful. Yeah. Not awful. He's just not good. Yeah. He's just not good like, at all. Again, he's making, and it sucks for him because he signed the one-year, $5 million deal, like, prove-it kind of contract. And it he did has not all, work yeah. out for him at he all. He was a good player, but he's uh, his he body... Used, he used to be an unreal player. But that's the whole... We sh- we should talk about the rumored Crowder extension, too. Like, uh, we might as well talk about no. it right now. But, like, you don't sign those guys for... Big money, like
3: when they're close to 30. Oh, well, that's the 30. truth with any player.
2: I know, but like, some, they avoid the teams avoided it this year with Simmons, but they're not going to with Kreider because is having a career year this year, whereas Simmons like had this career year like one or two years before. But yeah, someone's gonna sound a bad deal.
1: The the radio music is back.
2: Oh, no, okay, let's not get into that. Can you can is it like very visible though? No, it's okay. just all still in there.
3: Uh, to Foley in a second for P- Puyarvi. I think that, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I don't think Edmonton wants to trade him. But that would be a fair... Do, I think
2: does he... Because there was all those rumors about Edmonton not wanting to sign him.
3: But they're not uh, going to no,
2: trade not, him. Not, uh, Puyarvi not wanting to sign with Edmonton, sorry. Mm-hmm. All the way around. Yeah, I know. He's but he, it, he's have, have, is their relationship like, improved? Because I haven't really heard any no, news. No, no. He's not. Of, he's ever playing for
3: Edmonton. Okay, so they got that's
2: actually not... like. That's... Yeah. You're not hoping you're
3: hoping for LA that you can get a, a guaranteed sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You can't sign Pulley this year; he's not playing for your team this year. You're banking on next year, and really, there's no guarantee just the because think RV is
2: doing very well in Europe right now. In Finland, yeah.
3: great, great. Again,
2: but yeah, it's not the NHL.
3: I, I prospects got to prove it. And if if are tra- if is your the best thing, is
2: you're not getting any guarantee for tofoli Like yeah.
3: a... no, Trefoli going to score twenty. Two more.
2: I don't think he has twenty goals yeah, this one. year. I, th- I think... Oh, he's
3: going he's got to score like 25.
2: Mm, all right. I can't, I'm too lazy to look up his stats right now because I have... I'm uh, tired. Open. Me too. Yeah. It's almost bedtime. Okay. We'll do like one or two more and then we'll... Find good ones, Eric. Joe Thornton for Chris Latang. Okay. Great one. Okay. So someone wants... I don't know why anyone would think that Winnipeg should be adding at the deadline, but someone sent in Tucker Pullman, Michael Spasik. A 2020 second and a 2021 second for Alec Martinez. No. You don't even give up one second round They want to Alec add Martinez. to their shitty defense defense. Corps. And you don't give up Pullman. Pullman, I know he hasn't been very good the last almost two years, but you don't give up Pullman for Alec Martinez. I want to try to find something interesting. Kapanen in a second and a third for Adam Larson. And Larson? Oh, that, mm-hmm. No way.
3: That's, Edmonton would never do that. They would they're not trade like that would be for Larson alone, they might consider that. But yep, they wouldn't trade Kapanen for Pulj Pold, Polju Jarvey.
2: Uh oh Ottawa Ottawa trades Pajot for Rupstov in a second. That's kind of interesting. Uh, I feel like that's a lot still to give up for Pajot.
3: German Is that yeah. on Philadelphia? Yes. Okay.
2: I think that's a lot. Oh, look at that. Tiny. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. And then there's another one, Dumba to Carolina. Carolina is not adding another defenseman. Why would Carolina need? They have too many defensemen. They're like Florida, except they have good defensemen, not Matheson, a bunch of crap Pissick, defensemen. Pissick. scored a hat trick <laughs> against the Leafs as a forward and killed I a penalty it, as PTSD a defenseman. over over it. Get over it now. <laughs> that was Bro. triggering. That
1: was that was triggering. Okay, how um, did
2: he score a hat trick? There's nothing else that yeah. interesting. Like, there's a bunch of like quieter for other like picks and stuff like that. And it's going to be, of well, uh, awesome. well, all these
3: deals are going to be the same. It's going to be Kreider for a first and a prospect, uh, a for a first and a prospect sort of thing. I
2: think the th- I, yeah. I don't want to go back to the whole soccer thing, but anyways, I think that's, that's I, it. I think we, uh, we I covered think, yeah. our bases. We're, you want to
3: end games. her off tonight? Give a, give a give a give a motivational speech again. i offered luke to talk about whatever he wanted to talk luke, about go about ahead him. you finally uh, you, you talked about hockey for so long you can end off the night yeah you talk you're thank right. you thank want, you thank, you, you, thank you
1: uh yeah everyone thank you for tuning in to uh episode number three of the talking hockey podcast um with ty and eric with, ty with, ty and eric, eric, yeah. with you not know luke yeah basically not me because i didn't know some of the stuff that was going on tonight but um you know, I, I also host a podcast called Imperfect.
3: We already talked about this last week. No, we didn't. We are, talked about Belichick last him, week. He did. Uh, I, I'm giving him some free publicity. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah.
2: giving me some free publicity. Yeah, well uh,
1: I have some really cool guests coming up, including a uh, top 100 podcast uh, host himself, an ex NFL player, a guy with a million pay, uh, or sorry, a guy who runs a basketball account with a million followers. Oops, Nation. You're not supposed to say the name because it's not confirmed that he's We're coming on that yet. Out. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: but to the 300 people listening,
1: right when, now. when yeah. can
3: I be on your podcast, Luke?
2: Mm,
1: never,
3: never. never. There's a bit. There's when, a low, long wait. Once you become a bit a more mature, oh, yeah.
1: Ty. So, so, we so we know never. that's wait. never. Yeah. Wait in line, buddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I got some cool people coming up on my podcast. If you want to check that out, um, if not, no pressure. But thank you also, everyone for
2: tuning in. I want to add one more thing. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts yeah. and give us a five star rating, and do anything else that it just helps
3: us get discovered. Yeah, and that'd be kind of sweet. Just give us a rating. Like
1: we're not trying to buy. We're not trying to buy five star reviews, but if you leave a five star review, mm-hmm. Eric will
3: give you twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he will. You'll <laughs> be will put into a draw. $20? You'll be put
1: into a draw to but. win a twenty dollar gift card to Amazon. S- on God, on on God. I swear um, God, swear God, I swear I God.
2: Don't believe in God, so it doesn't apply. to Well, me. listen. Okay, sorry. It well, applies uh, to Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I could make a joke, but I won't. <laughs> <Nolan>. I won't. That's <laughs> I not.
1: Won't, I won't do it. All but right. everyone, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you all in two weeks from now.
4: All right,
2: bye. Imani wouldn't be here if it wasn't for St. Jude. Everything was perfect until that day when she was five weeks old.
3: So there was a fairly large and aggressive brain tumor, but St. Jude Children's Research Hospital gave us the ultimate gift in this world, which was hope restored
4: and she's tumor-free now.
3: We came as two desperate parents, uh, and they saved our daughter's life.
4: Visit stjude.org slash stop now to become a partner in Hope and get the new We Won't Stop t-shirt.